welcome. Thank you for joining us here at ICGC Caris Temple Podcast. Pastor Prince Nyako is the head pastor of ICGC Caris Temple, serving under the leadership of Dr. Mentor Otabel. Pastor Prince is a dynamic preacher of God's unadulterated word, characterized with a strong prophetic insight and prayer ministry. He is a strong advocate for discipline and order in the body of Christ, with messages centered on fasting, holiness, prayer, and integrity. And now, to today's message. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody lift your voice and thank him. Thank him for February. Oh, we are grateful, Lord. We thank you for health. 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 We thank you for health, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Just lift your right hand. And sing along. 
This month I've struggled with the theme. I keep changing it. So I think that I'll leave it bare and then I'll come and preach. Just a little feedback, my guys. I'll come and preach as and when the messages drop in my spirit. Are you here with me? Every month I'm able to settle on one, but for February, it keeps dandling like a, dan- a, a, a dandelion. Amen. So I'll call, mm, please, there's a bad sound coming. I'm uncomfortable. Maybe you have to reduce what you increased a bit. So I'm preaching on the subject better. Commanding the supernatural increase. Or commanding supernatural increase. Commanding supernatural increase. I... Last week, I'm, I'm sure you remember, I said I was coming to teach on the discipline of integrity and all that. But, you know, when the Spirit of God, when you are in tune with the Spirit, you will forget what you want to do and follow what God wants to do because He leads His people. So this morning, I'm dealing with the commanding supernatural increase. This year, we are talking about increase and for the first half of the year, we are going to be focusing a lot of teachings and messages on increase I'm going to preach this teaching and I pray that your mind will be refreshed and your heart will be open because there may be things some of the things you might have heard before but in hearing this time you should hear the voice of God and the spirit of God the Bible said in Luke chapter 4 verse 1 that the spirit of the Lord led Jesus so our model is Jesus It means that we must allow ourselves for the spirit of the Lord to lead us. And Jesus was led not into the palace, but he was led into the wilderness where his natural sense wouldn't have ordered him to go. But because he was led, he did what his flesh wouldn't have allowed him to do. So this morning, as you listen to the word, determine in your heart that wherever the word is taking you you will follow hallelujah let's go to psalm 72 verse 1 to 3 and then we will move to psalm 73 i'm pulling out something before i step into the word give the king thy judgment O god and thy righteousness unto the king's son he shall judge thy people with righteousness and thy poor with judgment. Verse 3. My emphasis. The mountains shall bring peace to the people. Another version says, the mountains shall bring prosperity. Look for that version. The mountains shall bring prosperity. NLT. Change. May the mountains yield prosperity for all and may the hills be fruitful. So this 
is a prayer and a prophecy that a day will come as we live under the king the righteousness of the king in the verse 1 mountains mountains talks about nations and people mountains talks about situations and circumstances mountains talks about life dealings it will bring us prosperity as we stay under the governance and the kingdom of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm saying this because I'm connecting it to my message. Because most of the times when we are preaching on certain topics, some Christians go like, but unbelievers don't do this, they don't do that, but they are prospering. Unbelievers don't do this, they don't do that, but they are living in wealth. It's not news to God because it's in the Bible. I'll show you Psalm 73. Let's read, let's read. I'll ask you when we should stop and we'll go somewhere. He said, give me, old, give me something soft, please. I have so many things to share. Truly, God is good to Israel. To those whose hearts are pure. This verse will connect to the last verse of the chapter. Verse 2. But as for me, I almost lost my footing. You see, many people in church, in the kingdom, are almost losing their footing in following God. And this psalmist was being honest because of the things that are going to follow. He almost lost his footings. He almost lost his grip on following God and being a Christian. Because if you look at what is happening around you, you will lose your footings. Are you here? So he said, my feet were slipping and I was almost gone. May you return to the place where you love God with a pure heart. For I envy the proud when I saw them prosper despite their wickedness. Have you seen it? So it's not only in our time that we see the wicked. The wicked here means the ungodly. The wicked here means the, the, the sinners. Technical sinners. People who don't know the Lord as their personal savior. People who live according to the mundanity of life. People who do everything for everything. They are in wealth and it's no news. So do not be deceived to use it to convince yourself to also live the way they live. Way before you were born, the Bible has recorded it over 1,500 years ago. Are you here? So he said that they seem to the, the psalmist, eh, he was watching the lives of his neighbors, his friends, social media, people that he was in class with. But they didn't follow the Lord. And all of a sudden, they are in cars, they are in houses, they are having big jobs, they are earning dollars, they are like they blow. The, the Nigerian man will say, You blow. And he that has been a man who has followed God with a pure heart, he's languishing in a kind of poverty or a kind of suffering. So he began to observe. So you are not alone. Tell somebody you are not alone. There was a man like you long time ago. Yeah. They seem to live such painless lives. Sweet life. They buy the car they want to use. You have been using your tata. 
Over 16 years. Only God knows how many times he leaves you on the road in a day. And yet, you speak the biggest tongues in the church. And sometimes, you, 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 you will be tempted to step out. Their bodies are so healthy and strong. Pastor, why am I always sick? And some, some people don't go to the hospital, but they don't know God. Are you following me? Verse 5. They don't have troubles like other people. They are not plagued with problems like everyone else. They wear pride like a jeweled necklace and clothe themselves with cruelty. These fat cats have everything their heart could ever wish for. Even and he started insulting them. Like he said, fat cats. <laughs> Have you seen a fat cat before? Like, and they are very hairy and very funny. They can't even walk. They scoff and speak only evil. In their pride, they seek to crush others. They boast against the very heavens and their words trust throughout the earth. Verse 10. And so the people are dismayed and confused, drinking in all their words. Verse 11. What does God know? They ask, does the most high even know what is happening? So they kill to make money. They drink blood to make money. They do all they do to make money. They use political apparatus to make money without thinking that God is watching them. And they brag that the earth has the Lord given to the man. His own is heaven. So they are here. Look at these wicked people enjoying a life of ease whilst their riches multiply. Can't you see that around you? Eh? Can't you see that around us? Yeah, it's all over the place. Did I keep my heart pure for nothing? <laughs> this is where all of us are asking. The bender. Some of your friends who are walking in iniquity and ungodliness and doing all that they, they have gone far ahead of you in terms of life on earth. And you are talking. If you are in bed, when you are in bed in the morning, you start asking yourself questions. So this church, church thing cry, is it working? This kingdom of God, kingdom of God thing cry, is it working? Some of your friends who didn't keep themselves, they have married, they have four children, they, hey, their husbands have bought them new cars. Are you here or you've gone home? I'm, I'm speaking to you the things you have been asking God. In the tight, I met God. When? When will I also see light? When will I also see this? When will I also enjoy life? Every day I'm carrying my cross. When will the cross become a palace? So the psalmist was talking. Did I keep myself innocent for no reason? Let's go to the last two verses because of time. Because this is not even part of my sermon. When I was, when we were doing worship and I got the two verses. 
He said, oh, the last two, okay. Those who desert him will perish. For you destroy those who abandon you. But as for me, how good it is to be near God. This must be our confession. That though we see all these things around us, the man was, he was not a spiritual. From the way he was talking, you can see. He started lamenting. But you see, he's convincing about God that no matter what I see around me, no matter what I hear, no matter what my flesh is trying to communicate to me, I, will, I love the privilege that I am near to God. I have made the sovereign Lord my shelter and I will tell everyone about the wonderful things you do. I thought you are clapping. I will tell everyone. No matter what it is, no matter what I don't have, then that is the place God wants us to come to. Not what we have will determine how we worship God. But there is something that should drive the spirit of a, of, of a man to worship God. I enter my sermon in 15 minutes. We take communion. There is a very interesting scripture in Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 4, amplified version. You have to understand something as, as a Christian that your life is only operational by the virtue called faith. You are living because of faith. Your life is not life until you operate in faith. So though you are living in the flesh, you are not alive. We will get to know whether you are alive if you are operating in faith because you cannot separate faith from the kingdom life. Anytime you step as outside faith, you have stopped living as a Christian and you are living as a normal human being. The only point you can firmly declare your stand in the Lord is when you remain in faith. Say faith. Say faith. The Bible said that look at the... Oh, come on. Okay. That's not even what I want to read. There. I want to read the B. So let me read on. Look at the brow. His soul is not straight or right within him. But the rigidly just and the uncompromisingly righteous man shall live by his faith and in his faithfulness. So we live by faith. And that is the picture of the uncompromising Christian. Say commanding supernatural increase. We live by faith. Anything outside faith will not let you see the glory in the kingdom. Anything outside faith will not key you into supply from God. There is enough supply from God. There is supply for every area of our lives. The only thing that will keep you outside that supply is when you walk outside faith. 
there is enough. There is no cosmic world you find yourself and be a comfortable child of God if you live outside faith. And this morning, in the early hours of February, I am reminding somebody that the just shall live by faith. You will live by faith. You must live by faith. You should live by faith. And you will remain in faith in order to see the fruits God has prepared for you. The day you step outside faith, you will just be like the ordinary man. The man who does not know God. The life, the language, the mentality, the communication of the Christian must be based on living faith. Some words must never come out of your mouth. That is faith. Your words determine your faith. Your words gives us a picture of your faith. Faith is strong confidence in God. Faith is strong belief in God. Beyond your capacity. Beyond your name. Beyond your background. Beyond your academics. Faith is your strong belief in God. That whatever be the case, God's name will be glorified in my life. That is faith. No matter how long God will wait for his time, I am still ready to wait for God's time. I won't go ahead of God. That is faith. I will not go for Hagar and have an Ishmael. I will wait for the prophetic word over Sarah. That is faith. We are struck. There are some of the struggles coming to us. Eh? It's not because you are suffering for Christ's sake. It's because you are operating outside faith. Because it is faith that we use to quench the very that of the enemy. So if you are outside faith, there are certain that that will be thrown against you that shouldn't have hit you, but it will hit you. Faith is the place where you enjoy God's covering, where you enjoy God's supply, where you enjoy God's protection, where you enjoy God's guiding light, where you enjoy God's love without limit. That is the place of faith. I thought you are clapping. Faith is demonstrated by words and works. The WW, words and works. Words and works. Your confession. Your confession. Your confession is very important. Your confession is very important. Your environment will determine your confessions. And your seeing, your seeing will determine your confession. What are you seeing? What, what are you seeing? So you, you have two sides. Say I have two sides. The physical and the spiritual. But you see, your seeing is significantly in the spiritual. And if you see well in the spiritual, 
So in, in the book of Ephesians, Paul prayed a prayer in Ephesians chapter 1 verse 18. That the eyes of your understanding may be what? Enlightened. Because that is the perspective that God sees you. God does not see you in your nice dress today. He doesn't see this. No matter the dress you are wearing, God doesn't see that. God is seeing you in the state of the spirit in the light of the glory of God or in the glory of Christ. So that is why you must not go and steal money to buy a nice dress and come to church. Because God is not, not going to mark that dress. Man will, will clap. God, you cannot dress to impress God. But for the sake of another brother, you dress decently. Are you here? But God, no, no matter the boo-boo, the pierre cardin, per, or it doesn't smell any perfume. The perfume it smells is the aroma of Christ around you. I thought you are clapping. The aroma of Christ around us. James chapter 2 verse 26. Oh God. I'm just on the ninth sentence of my message. Four pages. Just, just as the body is dead without breath. So you see, you cannot separate faith from works. Because when you take breath out of a man's body, his body is dead. So the Bible said that just as the body is dead without breath, so also faith is dead without good works. Living in increase will demand faith. Prospering in increase will demand faith. Your breakthroughs in increase will demand faith. There are path God will order you to go. Eh? When you look at it well, you won't go. The just shall live by faith. Not by what we see. Not by what we hear. So many things. They have increased VAT. They have increased this. They have increased this. They say they are going to increase law fair. They are going to do this. They are going to increase it. So what should we do? That is the language of the righteous man. It doesn't do me anything. Because God knows the demand that is coming. And his source does not run dry. He is capable. He will absorb all. And we will not have any scratch on us. I thought you are clapping. There is no fire that can consume us. Remember Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They came out and not even one hair was consumed by the fire. They came, hey, no matter what will happen this year, nothing called calamity, nothing called depression, nothing called retrogression. Wherever you are, you will not move backwards. I see you moving forward because God has gone ahead of us. Give the Lord a clap and a shout of praise. The just shall live by faith. Don't wake up and be crying. Don't wake up and be murmuring. Wake up and roar like a lion. Don't bow down to situations. The just shall live by faith. Why do you like crying like that? Why do you like sympathy like that? 
You are not made like a cat. You are not a fat cat. You are a lion. You are an eagle. You are a palm tree. Even you operate like a snake. Yeah, you operate like a snake. You are dangerous. A snake can be in your house for 20 years. You never know. You give back to plenty children. And you know. They are prospering in the presence of their enemies. That is how you are. Oh, sorry, I know who. Oh, sorry, I know who. Oh, sorry, I know who. Eh, Madame Fue, Waware, Menware, Madame Fue, Wanyajuma. Look at you. You have moved out of faith. You are outside faith. Come back into faith and keep confessing and keep chasing the word and keep holding on to the word because the word of God is your property it's not a car that God gave you God did not give you a car he gives you a word and out of the word the car comes so you must have faith to hold on to the word the word will give you that marriage the word will give you that house the word will give you that business the word will give you that joy hold on to the word hold on hold on and stop and stop the crying stop the crying the just shall live by faith say commanding supernatural increase the just shall live by faith. We, we are not bowing down to anything. The just shall live by faith. You will prosper by faith. Not by the sympathy of men. If you can possess the word. You can hold on to the word. That is why when the word is preached in Mark chapter 4. The devil sent birds. As I'm preaching. Eh, there are some birds on people's head. The birds of problem of the week. The best of your wife, the best of your husband, the best of family pressure, the best of your boss who is waiting for you tomorrow. Your boss said, let's go for a holiday before I'll promote you. And that bed is still on your head today. I pray. I shift you into your realm of faith. Faith. The devil is after the word. And if he's able to discourage you, to take your faith from the word, He's done. You may be looking fine, but if he has taken the word away, he's done. Because it's just a matter of time. He will see what you see. But I pray, I pray that as you are rising up in faith, as your brains and your spirit and your body has been geared in the path of faith, I see this year, you will see an increase. There will be new things. There will be good things. There will be marvelous things. By the end of December, you will turn back and you will shout to the glory of God, I have really increased. Give the Lord a clap offering someone. God's provision is in faith. Time will not permit me. But I will jump to what links to open heavens in seven minutes for you. Don't do anything for God outside faith. The reason many people get tired of routines is that they don't know that it is in faith. I don't know who I was telling. I was telling somebody that you see, 
when you are you are doing something routinely you only get fed up when you don't know the reason why you are doing it routinely should I explain that so Dr. Roland come so Roland your eyes what does your eyes do to see so since you were born from one second to now what has your eyes been doing ah why can't it speak why can't it eat what has your kidneys been doing since you were born cleansing your blood why can't it produce glucose but for all the days of your life there will be one routine of your kidney of your heart the day you were born is that a buka baka buka baka buka kaka buka kaka buka for how many years if it also decide that chalema bro i have to do something new you see that i have to do something new new that is what kills the people because you realize that the buka buka is slow kakra so now you have buka 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 then they say that you have bp yes when you see that the heart is doing buka 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 they say oh bp one one seven five Your, 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 your routine as a Christian must be deeply understood in the spirit of faith. That's a prophetic word God gave me in Zechariah chapter 8 verse 12 this year. Give me a softer version. Maybe the message. Quickly. Oh God help me. Message version Zechariah 8 12. Take it as a prophet. I, I don't know whether I've, I've given it to you people already. Have I? Have I? Oh, wow. I've given it to people. Mess. Yesterday, I gave it to a couple. Message version, my sister. And I'm in a message. Sowing and harvesting will resume. I thought you would say amen. amen. First service people. They are too diplomatic. By now, the second service, you see shout. Executive, no doors on first service. Chai. I'm a pen and paper for. First service, I'm a pen and paper for. <laughs> Sowing and harvesting will resume. It means that it paused or it stopped. But in this season, as God has declared increase, there is no way that sowing and harvesting will not resume. I pray over your head. I pray over your business. I pray over your finances. I pray over your academic life. I pray over your marital testimony. Let sowing and reaping resume in the name of Jesus. He said, vines will grow grapes. That means sweetness is coming. Hey, I hold on to the word. Shout, I hold on to the word. I hold on to the word. 
It's just like I just pictured an old man walking with a stick. When you take the stick, the man will fall. The word of God is your walking stick. Hold on to that word that your vines are going to grow grapes. Your gardens are going to flourish. And dew and rain from heaven will cause everything to be green again. I see everything becoming green. You will see the goodness of the Lord. Lift your right hand. Spread your five fingers and shout, I hold on to the word. Let me read further. You will see something beautiful. Quickly. You have gotten a reputation as a bad news people. Did you understand that? I thought somebody would be standing like to enter you. That means that people say, you know, you're a bad news person. If you work with this person, nothing, the minute you tell her your, your, your plans, no, it will spoil. You people of Judah and Israel, but I am coming to save you. From now on, you are the good news people. Don't be afraid. Keep a firm grip on what I am doing and what is the Lord doing? It is his word that has been declared. Keep a firm grip. What do you do to secure your heavens? Because God does not determine your heavens. Write it down. God does not determine your heaven. You determine the heavens you operate under. God does not determine your heavens. You determine your heavens you operate under. He said with the same measure you give. With the same measure. So if you go around giving in cup and somebody goes around giving in barrels, ah, your heavens are different. So you determine the heavens you operate in. And this year determine your heavens. Because of time, I'll just mention them and then I close. Number one, I'm picking from the first one is give and plant your first fruits. This year I changed the teaching. Normally I teach on the first fruit. Then I come and talk about faith small. But this time, I, God says, speak on faith. Let the people understand that their life, their life, everything you do, whatever you are saying, is only fruitful in the spirit of faith. So if it's in the spirit of faith, he said, if you are willing and obedient, second service, I'll go deeper. You will eat the good of the land. Another version says, if you willingly obey, the best of the land will be for you. So the first is to give and plant your first fruit. Jeremiah 2, 3. First fruit, by definition, is any percentage. I stand in the 100%. But when you read the account of Abel, you will see that out of the increase, he took the best and gave to the Lord. Are you here? Out of the increase, he took the best. So from the account of Abel, it is not 100. But in other accounts, you can take the 100 and give to the Lord. And for me, I connect it to scripture and say that with the same measure, you give. Are you here? So me, I do 100. But if your faith is not like mine, your first fruit must not be 10%. It must be more than 10%. It can be 80%, 90%, 50%, 40%, 30%. 
I want to. I want her. My mouth is open though. When I see money, my visions come alive. Because I realize I can do plenty things. They are, they, are, they are looking at me. Hey, Pastor Pescal. Oh, don't Pesca. Just call me. You have my moment number. Just put it in. So my first fruit is 100%. And it's non negotiable. And I'll be paying today. I don't feel cheated. Your first fruit is your first salary. You can divide it into three and pay for in three months. But your tithe must come in the second month going. Are you here? So he said, Israel was. Give me KJV. Israel was holiness unto the Lord. And the first fruit of his increase. All that devour him shall offend him. Evil shall come upon them, saith the Lord. Nehemiah 10.35 Nehemiah 10.35 And to bring the first fruit of our ground and the first fruit of all fruits of all trees year by year unto the house of the Lord. So the first fruit. Number two. Give the tithe faithfully to who it belongs to. The tithe does not belong to you. So you give the tithe faithfully in the year. January, February, March, April, May, June. But if you give your first fruit in, in January, you don't pay tithe in January. Are you here? So every month, your tithe, that's why I started preaching from faith. Because the Bible says, if you observe the wind, you will not sow. When it comes to giving and tithing and first fruit, that is when we see theologians in the church. Ah, but pastor, it's in the Old Testament. It's not in the, you, you, you don't even know the Bible. You, know, you, know, you just heard some radio person or Facebook person say, it is in the Old Testament. Which part of the Old Testament? It was there before Moses was born. It is not in the Mosaic law. Tithing was... Abraham died 400 years, over 400 years before Moses was born. You don't know the Bible. So he says, go and study the Bible. You see that one day you go to heaven, you meet God. Then God will say, preach the sermon to me. I'm listening to you. It is me and you. Convince me that I'm not taking tithe. You see that the preacher that preached that message and you, you see that on also after Ujinawa or King or scriptures. Are you looking for scriptures when the scripture is standing before you? Jesus never condemned Titan. He never. The people were Titan. The problem Jesus had was that they were Titan with pride. After they died, they came to brag. So Jesus said, focus on the weightier things. Don't let your ability to tithe make you proud. Eh? We tithe even on the tiniest thing. We tithe this. We, when we receive money, we tithe. It is bragging. He didn't say they should stop tithing. He said they should stop and they should take over weightier things, mercy, judgment. They should think about those ones and see that it's the mercy of God that gave you money that you should bring some to God. I thought you were clapping. Statistics shows that only one fourth of church congregation pay their tithe. 
Yes. Not this church alone. It's a general statistics. I'm giving you scholarly view. One fourth of a general congregation pay their tithe. And then an average Christian, eh, they give only 2.5% of their income in the year to the Lord. It's sad. An average Christian, only 2.5% of 100% we give back to God. We don't trust God with our money. We don't trust God with the systems he has put in place. How do we increase? What opens your heavens? What opens the windows of heaven that pour for the blessing is the tithe. Keep it. Try it. Faithfully. I have tried it. I told you. I started tithing with 50 pesos. 50 pesos. And I've never stopped increasing. I won't tell you where I am now. Because there are scavengers. That's why when Pastor Elvis was preaching on the Sunday evening, he said we shouldn't go on Facebook. Because some of the testimonies we were sharing, like by now, they've blown it all over social media. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Do not rob God. Do not rob Him. Do not rob Him. People want to sugarcoat it nice. You cannot rob God. Why do you tell the people that they are thieves? How is the scripture? Can a man rob God? The people say, oh, Where do we meet God to rob you? Say, in tithe and in offerings. Even the offerings we give, eh, it doesn't match the blessing that God sent to us. We look at our money and we look for 31 CD, 32 CD, 35 CD. Make, make nobody see. You put it in. Will you give that to your girlfriend? Will you give that to your girlfriend? When you are giving money to your girlfriend, open the finest, open envelope, and it is neatly in your wallet. Will be at one, two, three, honey. Take this. Open fans from a girl. When it gets to God, we get chocoin. Paper chocoin. The paper becomes coin. Then you give it to God. God said, We are robbing him. Hear it. Sugar-coated message, contemporary message. I'm saying it to your ears. If you think I'm doubting, when you go home, go and read Malachi chapter 3. Go and read it. Will a man rob God? They say, yes, you have robbed me. Say in what? In tithe and in offers. I don't want to be a God robber. An arm robber is better than a God robber. I don't want to rob God. Because do you know why it's a robbery? It's, it's not like you, you steal from God. That word robbery is like you have denied God his honor. You have denied him his glory because the tithe is holy unto him. You remember Joshua chapter 6? Bishop Eddie? Holy unto him. This chair here is holy for me. The day you come to church and you sit on it, 
you have become a devil. Tell what patet. Come and sit Or you come and take it to the house. I'm come to receive my uncle from Germany. So, make a nice chair, man, ain't it? Eja? Father and son relationship. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Have you been blessed? I want you to rise up and let's pray. Give the Lord a clap and let's rise up and let's pray. Lift your two hands and pray to the Lord. Word, thank Him for the word. Makadada basada bai. Makopala katola ba brakita ba nukapa. Belega zega lega dega 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 dema na na hai. Raba ba 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 ba. Pray that Lord help me. Give me the heart to obey to the end. To be faithful this year. To be faithful this year. Oh, this is the first dimension you are hearing the message on commanding supernatural increase. In this first sermon, you want to pray the Lord, give me a heart to willingly obey so that the best of the land will be for me. Lift your voice and pray in 60 seconds. Pray the Lord, help me to obey every internal struggle, every mental struggle concerning the matters of first fruit and tithing. Lord, this year I refuse to be held back in those false beliefs. In the name of Jesus, we pull down every stronghold of disobedience towards God in the area of financial stewardship. In the name of Jesus, we will live by faith and not be stressed in fear. We will live by faith and not be stressed in fear. We will live by faith and not be stressed in fear. In the name of Jesus, and as you obey the Lord, I see you receiving the best of salaries. I see you receiving the best of favors. May this house be blessed. May this house be blessed. May your home be blessed. Receive financial openings. Receive good news forever. Receive abundance. May the purity of your heart, may the purity of your garment, may the purity of your spirit begin to attract increase into your home, into your family, into your destiny, into this house. In the name of Jesus. Somebody pray for 60 seconds more. Pray. Lift your voice and pray the Lord. Give me a heart that will love to be near you. The psalmist said that I thank God and I love to be near the Lord. I love to be near God. Pray that Lord help me to be near you. No matter what I see, no matter what I hear, no matter what the economy brings, I pray in the name of Jesus, I will continue to stand in faith. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Malagada Bahashaya. I see you controlling the temperature of your heavens. It will be hot, it will be fresh. It will open up for dew and rain from heaven. Who is like you, Lord, in all the earth? Much less love and beauty. Lift your voice and sing to Nothing. 
podcast you just listened to is from ICGC Karis Temple. To connect with us, you can like our page on Facebook at ICGC Karis Temple or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ICGC Karis. We would like to hear of how God is blessing you through this podcast. To support this podcast, please click on the profile button and click on support. Thank you and God richly bless you.